Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon Finals, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. It's our college football legend video today. It's about a great coach coming out of Tallahassee, Florida that had a plan. He had a vision. And he turned that program around to be one of the top three programs in all of college football history. His name is Bobby Bowden, the head coach of Florida State University. So if you like the video today, please come in and share it. I'm your host, Vincent Turner. And my man, to come on and talk about Bobby Bowden more knows about him. Know why the man became a great college football coach. He coached this young man that's coming up. Young man was drafted in the first round, Atlanta Falcons in the 1981 draft. The greatest draft ever. I'm going to go and put it out there because it had the greatest player, Lawrence Taylor. But the thing about this gentleman, he played on this young man. And think about this. They took a school Florida State University that wasn't even on the map and turned it into one of the biggest football programs in all of college football. So it's not where you go. It's what you do when you get there. My honor, my pleasure. He wants to make sure I say South Florida because he said they're the greatest high school football. (laughs) My man, Mr. Bobby Butler. How you doing today, sir? Florida State. I'm doing great, Vincent. How we doing today, man? Doing pretty good, man. Even though it's raining outside here in the metro Atlanta area, it's still a blessed day, sir. Amen. We can use the rain now. Yes, sir. Oh, no (laughs) doubt. No doubt. Well, I don't have to say no more. I'm going to let you take the floor because I know this man meant a lot to you. He was dear to your heart. But I think he on social media and our audience really want to know what the vision he had to take. Florida State, which is now I consider a top 10 program to the level and the highest they are. You have the floor, sir. Tell us about Bobby Bowden. Well, you know, it's amazing uh, how, how all this took place. Um, Vincent, we know his record. You know, he, he's one of the greatest 
college coaches of all time. That's debatable who's the greatest, but you know, it's just like any era in any sport, we'll argue about who's the greatest all the time. You know, that's going to always be a, a ongoing conversation with people. But of course, for me, he was the greatest because he coached me. And uh, we had a chance to experience um, a, a program that was uh, nowhere. And to be there when it turned around, um, it was exciting because um, think about when you have a student body, you have an alumni that was not used to winning. Because I think before Coach Bowden arrived on campus, Vincent, Florida State had only won four games in the previous three or four years. I mean, I want you to think about that. They only won four games. That's serious. That's serious. And so he came in his first year taking over a team and went five and six. And so to win five games in one season, man, they thought, man, we had a rise. <laughs> but he went out um, with that season and started to recruit my class. I was in his first recruited class at FSU. And I'm, I'm going to share this with you guys. I was his first committed recruit. Mm. At FSU. Yeah. I'm the first guy to say, I'm ready, coach. Let's go. Right. And so um, so we had the chance to experience being on the floor and rising up into the sky, you know, my four years at Florida State. And so and, and for me, you know, how do you buy into a guy? that, um, you know, really didn't have no great track record. I mean, he won at West Virginia, but whoop they do right? <laughs> you know, West Virginia was not Alabama or, you know, some of the great uh, college football programs. So he come here, and it's amazing how things work, Vincent. Sometimes what God has for you, you don't truly understand it. Yes, sir. Amen. He took the job in Tallahassee, as a byproduct to get to Alabama eventually. See, a lot of people don't know that. Of course, he played at Alabama for a year and transferred. Then, of course, you know, the state of Alabama, Alabama football is king. It's still king today. We all know that. And so it, it, nothing's changed. It was like that when Coach Bowden was a little boy, right? And so he wanted to play at Alabama, went there for a year, ended up getting married and transferring and, and so his idea was to take the Florida State job that was going to get him closer to the Alabama job. None of us knew that when he arrived in Tallahassee that um, he was going to do something that, um, you know, make his own way, you know, and, and so to speak. And so he recruited my class and we, we went in there and um, um, he already had some great players because the senior class, especially the senior class and sophomore class that we had uh, were pretty strong. And so we went 10 into our first year. We won the Tangerine Bowl. We beat a Texas Tech team um, that was pretty loaded with talent. Um, and my second year, eight and three, you know, then my last two years, we got into the national prominence. And so I had our first undefeated season in 1979, 11-0 regular season, lost to the great Oklahoma, Barry Switzer and, um, J.C. Watson, Billy Sims, and the Orange Bowl. Um, and then my senior year was the year, even though we were good my junior year, my senior year was the year that we knew that, um, you know, we can beat anybody and everybody in the country. 
and uh, and, and was ranked as high as number two going into the bowl game. And so when you look at that body of work, those four years, and then to leave and see the program that he continued to build on our backs, I mean, it was amazing, man. It was amazing 30-some-odd years, man. And, And so, I mean, this guy, there was some special things about him that, away from being a football coach, that allowed him to be as great as he was. And people don't like to talk about that. So when we talk about what made him great, what was the key to his success, you know, I can tell you what he said. I can tell you what he said. He said the key to his success had nothing to do with him, and I beg to differ. It had everything to do with him because it started with him. But it was he would say that his assistant coach uh, his assistant coaches uh, was the key to his success. And so he had great coaches around him. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, the coaches go on and coach how they're being led. And he built a culture in Tallahassee that will never be copied, Vincent. It can never be copied um, unless you coach under him people like Odell Hagens, who's been – the Tyler played for Coach Bowden, and he's still coaching at FSU right now under Coach Norvell. I mean, he's the, he's the only one left from, from the Bowden era, right? And so unless you set up under him all those years, you, you, you know, because you get to understand what was the secret formula. And the secret formula, Vincent, is never X's and O's. Because everybody, there are great play callers all over the world. You know, Lane Kiffin is a great play caller, right? I mean, there's a lot of great play callers. But what separated this man and made him who he, who, who, who he ended up being was it started before he even got to the football field. He was a man of honor. He was a man of great, he, he, understood, he understood how to live a life of principle, right? And that life of principle started with his personal relationship with God. We don't ever talk about that. But we gotta we gotta say that because here's a man who honored God before he did anything else every day. In his private time. He spent time with God. He had a relationship with God. And when you play on a great football in a great football program like we have. Like we still do. The tradition that we have, when you play in an organization like that, on a football field, Vincent, where you know the guys who coach you, they hard, especially back in those days. They're going to push you in your back. You ain't going to like it. They're going to belittle you. They're going to cuss you. They're going to drive you to want to quit. We never experienced all that. This man has never said a foul word to come out of his mouth. And when the head man lives by those principles, no coaches and nobody else is allowed to live like that in his program. Now, A lot of people may say, well, how can you play football? You know, 
when you have a love for God, when you don't cuss and when you don't do the dirty things, when you do the, hey, listen, he believed in working hard. He was a blue collar guy from Alabama. We worked hard. And most of us wanted to quit. We worked that hard. Um, our defensive coordinator was um, actually, actually the greatest coach, position coach I ever played for. But, of course, I didn't recognize it at the time. A guy by the name of Jack Stanton. He was the hardest man that I've ever known to coach any part of football. So you can imagine he's coaching. He's a defensive coordinator, and he's also coaching the defensive backs. And so, I mean, from day one, his persona was he didn't like nobody. He didn't joke with you. He didn't laugh with you. Now, Coach Bowden keeps it light. But he had those kind of guys on the staff. But none of those guys was allowed to belittle you. None of those guys were allowed to cuss at you. None of those guys was allowed to do that. We're just going to work. We're going to work hard. We're going to push. And we had a great general leading us. And the rest is history. We came together. You know, I can remember going through some of the difficult times. And, and, and it's amazing. It's amazing. I really believe when, when you're a football team, you got to go through some things together as a team. You got to go through some things. And the things you got to go through, they got to be hard, Vincent. You know, you, they got to be hard. And when you go through those hard times together, and even when you think you're separated from your coaches, because they're the ones who are driving you to these points. But remember, they ain't cussing or belittling nobody the whole time. But they're driving us to the point where we all want to quit. Everybody on our program wants to quit. I promise you. And we'll go up to Coach Bowden's office, Vincent. And after having a conversation with him about what we're going through, how we feeling, it's time to leave Tallahassee. When we come out of that room, Vincent, he has sold us on the program again like we did when we first sat down with him. I can't explain it. And when you come out of that room, after all that stuff you had on you that made you want to leave, you forgot about all that. You bought the program again, and you went back to work. He was a man of his word. And so his word was his bond. And so, you know, coaches lie. Oh, they lie. They tell you anything to recruit you. They'll get you to Tallahassee and, to try to, and, and when you get there, they don't know you. But one thing about this man, he never promised anybody playing time. Not even the great Ron Simmons was not promised playing time. But he would tell you, if you come in and work and you deserve it, you will get it. He don't care if you're a freshman or a senior. If you deserve to play, you're going to play. And when you got there, like it was a handful of us who played as freshmen. And remember, I was a buck 45 when I went to Florida State. And I played as a true freshman. And so he was a man of his word. You could trust him. When he recruited you, he sat you down with your family. 
Because the mamas always got a, got a concern about their boys, right? Are trusting you with their boys, their sons, who they've been disciplined, who they've been feeding, who they've been leading, and now they're leaving home for the first time. And you ask him, well, coach, you know, what about my boy? You got all these great players? And he'll say this, I'm going to treat your boy just like I treat my own children. And that was his bond. And Vincent, and that was the gospel. I, I, I don't know if I ever shared this story with you on, on my grandmother's dying bed. My grandmother died in 1998. I go to see my grandmother. She landed in her bed at her house. Last conversation I ever had with my grandmother. I'm going to see her to say goodbye. And all she can talk about was Coach Bobby Bowden and how he treated her and our family when we came to Tallahassee. He was truly my family. I call him my second daddy. We were that close. Until recently, before Coach Bowden passed, before my daddy got a little older, if my daddy knew that Coach Bowden was coming to speak within two hours of Delray Beach, it could be in Miami, it could be in Orlando, it could be in Fort Lauderdale. My daddy was going to call my brother-in-laws and have them to drive him to hear Coach Bowden speak. That's what he did to my family. Forget what he did for me, because he did everything for me. But the extension went to my family, because he treated us all like family. And so when you got a man at the helm who's a guy like that, and you, you trust him with your boys, and he treat them like he say he's going to treat them. Even when some of, those, some of, the, some of those, those guys were not good boys. Because on a football team, we all know, you got to have some dogs in the room. Sometimes you can't tame the dogs. Sometimes you can't put a collar on the dogs. Sometimes the dogs just going to be wild. Sometimes them dogs got to go to jail. And so, but yet and still, he treated them like they were his own children. And so, you notice, Vincent, we haven't talked about X's and O's. Coach Bowden was, even though he didn't call many plays from an offensive standpoint, he was a wild play caller. When I say wild, Vincent, W-I-L-D. Anything would go if he was calling plays. If you can remember his history, you know, some of them plays that was called when he was not calling plays, when he's just been a head coach. Fumble Ruski. The Fumble Ruski, the Pump Ruski up in Clemson with Leroy Butler. Coach Bowden made that call. The, the throwback on the kickoff return that when Vin, Vinny Tessaverde had led the Miami Hurricanes all the way down with 30 seconds left in the game. They went ahead. It was a seesaw game. Whoever had the ball last was going to win. Testaverde let them down to the goal line. They put it in. It was over for Florida State. They kicked us the ball deep. The guy caught it in the middle, ran to the right, got over there so far, and turned around and threw it all the way back lateral back to Dexter Carter. 
He called and put it on the end zone. We won the game with no time left because Bowne called those plays, right? And so I can remember when I was there, back in the very beginning, Vincent, we practiced about 20 trick plays every day and probably only used one or two in the whole season. But he had some stuff ready to pull a rabbit out of a hat. That's how he coached. And so, you know, he changed my life. And I didn't know how much he changed my life until I left. You know, it's just like your parents when they raise you. You know, you don't know the impact that you're having until you get older, right? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't realize some of the impact that Coach Bowden had on me until I got older. You know, and so I'm, I'm going to say this right now. So when, when, when he recruited me and when I signed, my friends laughed at me from Delray. I had some buddies. We've been playing um, ball together since we were youth football. Some of them went on to great universities. And some of them went to Michigan State up in East Lansing. And I went to Florida State, who just won five games. Just won their ninth game his first year in the last five years combined. And where I come from, we got strong tradition. We play, we win. We win championships. We play in championships every year. And I go to a school like that. They thought I was joking. But I couldn't explain it because I bought this man. The day I met him in his office, me and my parents, Vincent, after the meeting, I was thoroughly convinced I got to play for this man. My heart connected with him the first time I met him. That's the only way I can explain it. We had a heart connection. I knew he was genuine. And I fell in love with him the first time I met him. And I committed. And the rest is history. And not only did we have a great four years of football when I attended there, we did something great. But when I left there, he continued to rise and even got better. And I had something to brag on in the locker room with all my Atlanta Falcon teammates. I was proud of the Florida State program. Amen. I was proud of where I came from and the man that was at hand. Listen, he will he will he will come to he will come to Atlanta when he was when he will come through sometimes in training camp and see me practice. When he come through, he'll come through and come over there and watch the DBs practice. I can remember him coming to, to Atlanta to see me practice on several occasions when he was in the area. And so I love him. I love his family. He'll always be in my heart. And the things that he did for us, he lived his life according to these principles. I call them principles because it was an order of life. And it began with faith. Next was family. And third was football. Football was the third priority on his list. He had a relationship with God. He was a family man because he was an under-shepherd, see? See, if you're a man of God, a true man of God, you have your own personal relationship with the Lord. But then again, your family, you got to train your kids up in the way you should go, in the way they should go. 
and he had a loving Christian wife with him, and they raised that family, and then it was about football. And then it was about the lives of all the coaches and players that he coached, who he treated like his own very own family. And so I applaud Robert Kleckler Bowden for being the man that he was. And we still will always feel his branches still reaching out, even though he's gone on now. Because he he's he's left a legacy. You know, his son Tommy Bowden was a great coach at Clemson. Now he is uh, a big FCA supporter, and he speaks for FCA, which stands for Fellowship Christian Athletes. His whole family loved the Lord, and Tallahassee will never forget the Bowdens as long as we got a Florida State program. One thing I would say is this right here. Um, you know, when God has a plan, it's not where you go, it's what you do when you get there. It's what you do when you get there, that's right. I did a video today on D'Angelo Williams, University of Memphis. Mm -hmm. I consider maybe the greatest athlete that ever came through the school. And I remember when he was being highly recruited, but he chose Memphis, yes. knowing that he wasn't going to win a national championship. <laughs> but what he done for that city and the program, and even to me, shows me. Mm -hmm. You know what old people say? Mm -hmm. I'm going back to the Mississippi roots. <laughs> Don't worry about where you go. Mm. It's what you do when you get there. You get there. Now, I'm going to go with Florida State. And this is not being biased because you're on the show and you've been a great part of us here in our success of 100 yards football. But look at Bear Bryant. Mm -hmm. He already had a tradition in place. Mm -hmm. You look at Joe Paterno. Mm -hmm. He already had a tradition in place. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now, it's just me. Mm -hmm. You look at SC. John McKay already had a tradition in place. I'm talking about schools that won in the 30s. Right, one won in the 40s. Right. Mm -hmm. Won in the 50s. Had strong alumni right. bases. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, and I hope you don't get mad at me today, but the two, the three greatest college coaches that I know of mm -hmm. in my lifetime mm -hmm. is Bobby Bowden, mm -hmm. Eddie Robinson, and John Meredith of Tennessee State. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the one factor that sticks in my mind mm -hmm. It's the challenges they had. Yes. Coach Bowden came to a program. And I hear this because remember now, I'm around a lot of people, a lot of Georgia fans. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that, remember the conversation we had a couple of, well, last week, who was the better team, y'all squad in 80 or Georgia squad in 80? Well, I went back to that Georgia fan. Mm -hmm. And the one thing he said that stuck in my mind, he said, well, if you really want me to go to events, Florida State never had a tradition. It was a Florida school. Mm -hmm. But see, greatness is not built when everything is going well for you. <laughs> You're preaching good. Greatness is when everything is against you. Right. When you're the little man. Nobody don't even know who you are. Mm -hmm. Similar to 100 yards of football. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Started this, but look where we at now. Mm -hmm. Folks are watching. 
but they don't know behind the background right. of the work, the, the work. sacrifice, right. the tears, mm -hmm. the outsiders. Mm -hmm. You got to believe in something. That's right. I look at y'all program, Florida State. When you're talking about ascending, man, you got to give it up to the Florida State seminars and y'all program. Mm -hmm. And man, me being a big college football fan, and I probably, I don't know when the Lord going to come and get me, but I know this. I've really been getting in depth with my research, mm -hmm. really going back. I think everyone knows that. Mm -hmm. But when you look at Florida State, it's a top 10 program. You look at all other programs, USC, mm -hmm. Alabama, Georgia, they already had things in place. Mm -hmm. Y'all came out of nowhere, man. Out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And this man put it on the map. He put it together, Vincent. And and one thing that I'm going to take from the day, it's not like people came to play y'all at y'all home field. In order for y'all to get out there, y'all went to the people's places. Y'all went in the people's backyard and took that candy. We wasn't scared, Vincent. That's my point. Y'all went on the road. That's right. And y'all did a schedule back to back. That's right. When you hear that one more time here on 100 Yards Football, this man in front of you, my man, Bobby Butler, the teams that set the tone for Florida State, 79 and 80, they had to go on the road. LSU wasn't coming to their place. Mm -mm. Nebraska wasn't coming to their place. Mm -mm. And winning one. That's right. I know, and I'm going to leave it at this. Jamie Dukes, Deion Sanders, Terrell Buckley, Clifford Abraham, Jalen Ramsey, Derek Brooks, Marvin Jones, Charlie Ward, Leroy Butler, Forrest Conley, hope I'm not leaving no people out. Chris Polk, I can't get everybody in. And I know even Dion down in Jackson State. But man, I'm going to be honest. When you go back and I put all those guys, this is what they need to do. They need to go back to Tallahassee and have an event, party, gathering, whatever you want to call it. And they need to thank all those members of your team in mm -hmm. 79 and 80. That's real talk. Mm -hmm. They need to honor y'all, man. At the highest level starting today, the Reggie Herons, mm -hmm. the Bobby Butlers, the Ron Simmons. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about, man. That man went somewhere and he built that thing really from scratch. Four wins in three years. That's something that's, and you're talking about great coaches. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Not even Nick Saban, not even Bobby, I mean, Bill Bryant. Mm -hmm. The only people that compare is Eddie Robinson, mm -hmm. who coached the Grambling with nothing. Mm -hmm. And John Merritt, that coached in Tennessee State with nothing. Mm -hmm. I have all of them in the same boat. Final words about Bobby Bowden, Mr. Bobby Butler. Well, you know, there's no doubt about his legacy, Vincent. And, and he'll live on. 
he'll live on um, because, you know, we, we've named a lot of things uh, after him at, in Tallahassee. And all of us who have the great memories in our hearts, um, we'll, we'll, we'll keep them alive. We'll keep them going. And, we, and, and I'm, I'm going to just say this again. I'm so forever thankful because not only was he the guy, but his team around him, his wife, who I can imagine some of their pillow talk at night, you know, when things were not going well in the very beginning. Um, this guy loved people. Uh, only fired three coaches in his whole career. I want you to hear that too now. That's another special. That's awesome. That's awesome. He only fired three coaches and probably didn't fire them. They probably resigned, you know. And so it's, it's awesome. You know, when he have a relationship with you, he keep it for life. And so I'm just so thankful that I had the opportunity to play in that program. And, and, you know, Vincent, we're happy to talk about the wins and losses and all that kind of stuff, what we accomplished on the field. But it's what we accomplished in life by being under his um, authority. You know, how our lives have changed. You know, and, and that's the most important thing. And so um, I'm so thankful that I've had the opportunity to play under him and know him. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. We'll surely appreciate here 100 Yards Football. Thank you to our, my producer, Mr. Logan Landis, for making it happen. I thank out of all the videos we've done, my brother. This came from the heart and severity. Amen. And you look at Florida State program. I'm sorry, I have to go on the resume. This young man was part of something that came from scratches. It came where everything is against you. As you heard his story, Bobby Butler, he had friends that thought he was insane. <laughs> but you know what? You got to believe in something, man. Mm -hmm. right. But most of all, you got to love yourself. Mm -hmm. And you got to stay focused. Mm -hmm. No matter what nobody say, <laughs> keep the dream alive. That's right. That's why Florida State has had the success. Tallahassee on the map. What more can you say, man? Hey, it's like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Bobby Bowden, shining star. Bobby Butler, shining star. The 7980 Florida State Seminoles, shining stars. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time this show is presented by Bet Online. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. One more thing. When I share this to the Florida State message board today on Facebook, y'all need to give this gentleman his flowers. And Bobby Baba, more this gentleman right here. Because it would be no Florida State. If it wasn't for this young man being part of that 7980 team, give him some flowers today. <laughs> Florida State is royalty. You like the video, please come in and share it. One more time, thank you, Mr. Logan Landers. Y'all be blessed. We are 100 yards of football. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, 
Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.